and welcome to the podcast, Digging, Doubting, and Believing. My name is Lori, and I'm joined today with Tracy and Pastor Michelle, and we will be digging into our Bibles today and talking about how its words challenge us, inspire us, and help us to deepen our faith. Today, we're going to be digging into the book of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. And Pastor, you said you're going to read for us. All right. Here it is. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All of this. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying. <laughs> so that true. Makes so, so much sense. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because that's what was going through my head the whole time. Because I kept thinking, they didn't understand. Okay, maybe we're all right. <laughs> yeah. Because if they that hear directly often. from him and they couldn't uh-huh. understand. Uh-huh. So no wonder it's hard for us because right. we're not we don't have him standing right here That's right. telling us face mm-hmm. to face. And they walked with him and they yes. you know, Yeah. And I read this earlier in the week and I'm like, oh my gosh, I he's like speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And then um to this morning, um the morning devotion from Luther Seminary was on this. And something in that kind of the you know in the explanation kind of triggered a memory for me, and so when it says I am the gate, whoever enters by me will be saved, I thought it, it really triggered a memory. I was telling Tracy um, of a gate, and I was very fortunate in that I knew. My, a lot of my great-grandparents. And I had a great-grandma, and her name was Bertha. And we never called her that, though. We always <laughs> called her Grandma Steiner. But she lived up on the bluff and in this, in this little old house, but it had a metal fence around it, and it had a gate. And when we come to her house, she would come out, and she would stand by the gate and open the door. And I... And, um, and I always knew that when I went through that gate, that I was going to be loved 
and I was going to be treated so well, mm-hmm. and I was going to get that little, those little pink candies, their little <laughs> lozenges that we said they kind of taste like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> My grandma had them too. And they were kind of chalky, but yeah. it was candy. It was sugar, and I didn't get any, and I got some there. <laughs> but it, it was almost like, you know, I, I, would, I can still remember that gate opening. I can still see her, and she always wore a dress, and she always had an apron on. She's always had, you know, but she'd open that gate and I would walk in and I would think, I'm safe. And she was saying like, come into the gate because the good stuff is behind here, you know? Mm -hmm. And isn't that what Jesus is maybe saying? You know, here's the gate. Here I am. Mm -hmm. You get the good stuff if you come through my gate. Yep. Yeah. The pink candies <laughs> the pink candy. are behind me. My grandma had pink candy and circus peanuts oh, and the ribbon candy. <laughs> Only at Christmas was the ribbon candy. But to me, that's maybe what, what, I, what I hear Jesus saying today is, yeah. you know, the, there's all this, yeah. this bad stuff out there. And, um, but when you come through my gate, and I am it's that, safe. It's safe. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yep, there are bandits and thieves. And, and back when I was young, there wasn't as much icky stuff going on as mm-hmm. there is now. There's even more. But um, I wish I had a gate that I could open for my granddaughter mm-hmm. so that she would, you know, she too would have that memory of yeah. me standing there and, and having that gate because there's so much stuff yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. I've often said I want to build a fence around my country home and have a gate that only opens, you know, and, and for that same reason. I want my kids and my grandkids to feel like they have that safe place, yeah. that the good stuff is behind that gate. But that's what I, that's what I think of when I... When I read, I'm the gate. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting that he says, I am the gate. He doesn't say, I am the gatekeeper. No. Right. You know, a gatekeeper yeah. would decide, you know, mm-hmm. oh, nope, you're, I'm judging you. You're not coming yep. through mm-hmm. here and you're not. So he, he's the gate. He is the one that welcomes all who come to mm-hmm. that, that, air, that opening. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's not the gatekeeper. No. He's, he's the welcome. Yeah, and and every person can be part of that welcome, and there's no nothing to prevent them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My um, idea of the gate brought me to think about free will. Mm-hmm. We can go in and out of that That's gate, true. and and to me that brings to mind that free will. He's letting me in so that I can be with him and get all that good stuff, but. I'm also free to go out that same gate if I choose to. And you might need to sometimes because I think that if we start looking at community as, you know, our little gated community, mm-hmm. we forget that welcome part of it and the fact that we're not only called to welcome, we're called to go out. And so yeah. maybe we get fed and nurtured mm-hmm. inside that gate. And yeah. then we but we go out yeah. and find the other sheep. And, and he doesn't just stay there. He doesn't just mm-hmm. stay at that gate. Mm-hmm. He also leads us out. Right. Too. That's true, too. And it says yeah. that here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's, that's kind of where I took that gate. Um, but also I, I thought that was interesting that he says, I am the gate. And it, it makes me think of his I am statement being the bread of life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I go in that gate, I can get things to fill me up for my life. My, you know, instead of grandma's good stuff and the, the things that she had that were, you know, smelled good and just that love, I can go in and get the nourishment I need from his word mm-hmm. being close to him. And, and, um, and I also looked at the words thief, and in my version, my ESV, was it was robber, but mm-hmm. that's the bandit. And um, talking about, in my study Bible, talking about the difference between the thief and a robber or a bandit. So a thief is using a covert entry. Maybe they're sneaking in through the window or something else, and the robber is using violence, is how they put that in my mm-hmm. study Bible. So that would be the bandit. And so coming in through his gate and not some other way, you know, what, what on earth does that mean? You know, we want to come through his gate, not try to go in through other means. Isn't that you know? times in our life where we um, try to find that love and that nurturance and that the good stuff from other through places? Some other place, that could be, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and so yep. we think that we're maybe going into the sheep pen where all the good stuff is, but we're not. Right. You know, I don't know. And the devotion I read today had the verse of the day being our verse for our podcast, Matthew seven twenty four. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock, which I thought fit perfectly with what we're talking about today too. get the good stuff through mm-hmm. Jesus and his gate. Mm-hmm. And you can build your house on solid mm-hmm. rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, when um, in the devotion from the Luther Seminary, now I'm not, you know, it, like, again, when he talks, I think this is where they got it from. They, they will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. In that, you know, what they're what they said too was that um, we have to when we listen to others. You know, you were saying those times of our life where we try to get in the wrong places, mm-hmm. or when we listen to others, and um, they're almost like imposters. They're the strangers leading us, in leading us into the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah, and that happens. See, and I don't think it's necessarily the moral issue of it either. No. I think it's the the fact that he says that anything but me steals and kills and destroys, and that is the case. You know, mm-hmm. anytime we try to fill that God space inside of us with something else, it, it's usually not going to be good for us, you know? Mm-hmm. That's putting something else as an idol, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Steal and kill and destroy are pretty strong, aren't they? Yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. I, I, it kind of worries me that, you know, 
<laughs> Not every time that that happens, those three things. But, I mean, sometimes you just let a, let a little bit astray. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. But you're still hurt by it. You Correct. know, whether it's that strong, you know, I mean, if you think of, it's easy to see it, say, with an addiction. You know, somebody's mm-hmm. trying to fill an emptiness with um, a chemical substance, and it does destroy them Correct. physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and so it's easy to see it there, but I think sometimes the things that we think are good end up being bad for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it hurts. It doesn't necessarily, which is destroying a part of us. It might be just a little teeny tiny part, but <laughs> yeah. And in those instances, we need to be led back, mm-hmm. led back to the fold. Hear his voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to allow yourself to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to recognize I'm being led in a different direction. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to hear his voice. Even today, yeah. I ran into somebody that I knew at the grocery store. And, you know, I mean, there is a lot of bad stuff out there. And we could focus on that voice mm-hmm. and be destroyed, really. I mean, because when I go down that road, Mm-hmm. Kind of getting overwhelmed with the world and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. So how do we just keep, how do, how do we keep listening to that voice? Yeah. You know, how do we, you know, in, in my experience is being pretty strict with my routines has helped mm-hmm. me and I still veer off my path, mm-hmm. but not getting angry with myself and upset and allowing myself the grace that God gives me to say, I made a mistake and I'm getting back on track mm-hmm. and not, not throwing myself so far under the bus that I can't get out, get out you know, mm-hmm. just, just allowing myself some grace. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all want to beat ourselves up so much about our mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's not what God wants. No. I think for me, I think I I try to discern what God is saying to me or what Jesus is saying to me. And then the only thing I can do to test it out to see if it is God's voice is to just try and do what I think I heard. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work or it doesn't seem to yield life-giving things, then I know I took the wrong step. And so then you listen again and you say, okay, God, that didn't quite work. Yeah. <laughs> so where do you want me to go now? Yeah. Um, I also look at my big mistakes as, okay, what did he want me to learn from this? That's a good, mm-hmm. you know, why did I make this huge mistake? What am I supposed to get from it? And that's that the resurrection. Move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes, though, oftentimes, we're not ready to say that for a while mm-hmm. after we've yes. made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Nor is it good, um, <laughs> good advice for someone who is really suffering Right. You know, you wouldn't say it to somebody else. Correct. Because right. yeah. right. I think it really takes a while 
and a lot of prayer and mm-hmm. um, discussion <laughs> within yourself and with God to get to that point yes. of where you can look at something, um, either a mistake you've made or a difficult time, to be able to say, you know, this is something good that came out of it. This is this is why he allowed this to happen, was mm-hmm. so that I could learn this. Because yeah. it, it, it definitely doesn't... I couldn't hear that when I was going through it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I'm with you. Yeah. But after... A while, when your heart is ready, <laughs> right? It's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I know that you know you just when you're there's just been so much like we've talked about so much sadness and and um, and I know that you know on, even on Pinterest there. There, I, I'm a Pinterest lover, and many, maybe some of our listeners love Pinterest as much as I do. I doubt it because I'm <laughs> on it every day. But um, even on Pinterest, there are um, places you can go to to find that's words that um, help other people when they're suffering or when they're grieving. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, do we really have to find that on the internet? <laughs> Yeah. Can that not come from our heart? And yet, it is hard to find words to share with someone that is suffering, that that are meaningful, yes. that aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like I'm one of those people that would have to search for that because I never have the right words at the right time. Yeah, but never. maybe it's not so much. Maybe what is comforting to another person is not us finding the words, but us having the ears to hear. Mm-hmm. That maybe just to say I'm sorry this happened and tell me where you are at and how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, that maybe we don't have to do the talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. I even think about you know um, I've sent a lot. Of, I've, I've decided that I'm going to send more cards, do the old-fashioned snail mail. Even though my daughter teased me, I sent her a card and she said I can't believe you sent it snail mail. I think it's wonderful. I do too. And, and by I, the way, thank you for sending that card snail mail. <laughs> and it's I so try. fun to get it actually. Yes, and that's it not a bill. <laughs> but I've been cool. trying to write more letters and notes. You know when I, but you know you send a, a sympathy card or a, a get well card is a little easier for me. But a sympathy card, a lot of times I fall back on. My thoughts and prayers are with you all because I don't know what else to say that could bring comfort at that time in a card. Right. Now, if I was going for a visit, which would be better, you know, just um, no words and just listening could, but um, that philosophy doesn't work well with cards. Uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> so that that's a harder part for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah. Well, I think, too, that um, it's important for me sometimes, too, to remember that I'm not the only sheep in the fold and that listening to the shepherd may, maybe I hear the shepherd's voice through the other sheep who are going in that direction. 
right. <laughs> you know, that, follow the um, crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We live in a community of faith, and yeah. I rely on that heavily. That I need people to, yeah. you know, help me get back on track, or to say, you know, that just doesn't make sense, or mm-hmm. yeah, that seems just that seems right. You know, I I really need that community. But then we have to discern which one of those yeah. are thieves and robbers. Mm-hmm. And who we should be listening to. Yeah. It, yeah. It's and not there, easy. There can be, I think, they can be in disguise, too. And you think they're the right person mm-hmm. to follow mm-hmm. and the right person to listen to. And, and See, and that's that testing it out. And yeah. then you say, oops, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you spend enough time, you'll, yeah. you'll know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not any one person is um, always reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, any other thoughts on this passage? Any other, how you apply this to your life or experiences or any challenges that this gives you? I think we talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. If not, I think that we've come to the end of our podcast today. We thank you for joining us, and we hope you join us next time on Digging, Doubting, and Believing. 